Today's daf is Ksubis Daf Tzadik Tes, and we are six lines from the bottom of Daf Tzadik Ches Amid Beis Toshma. So the Gemara earlier on the Amid had an Iboya. Iboya Somebody sent the Shliach to go buy a certain amount of property. He went and he bought more than what the Meshaleach sent him to do. The question is, do we say that at least the chilek that he was told to buy, he bought the shlichus of the meshaleach, so that the lischa, the smaller amount, the amount that there was a minoy shlichus for, or perhaps, being that he did not do exactly what he was instructed to do, the lischa nami, like he didn't act as a shliach, thus the shlichus was not chal, and therefore even the amount that the meshaleach had told him to do, even that will not be chal. So that is the Iboya of the Gemara, and the Gemara says Toshma. The Gemara says, I'll bring a Raya from our Mishnah. The Mishnah discussed an Almana that is or she goes to collect and there was a tremendous chiddush in Perak which is that a woman is allowed to go and Amman is allowed to go into the confiscate property and sell it even whether it was only said with regards to raising money for her mezaynas or whether she could do it as well for her ksuba but either way we had a Mishnah that discussed exactly how it would go so the Mishnah said that what would be if her outstanding suba was 400 zuz. And she went and she started selling property. She sold a money's worth of property and then another money's worth of property and then another money's worth of property and then the last money that was outstanding, she took a money of the dinner's worth of property, meaning she sold more property that really was meshubater at that point. So the halacha is, is that that last mecher is not chal. The first three mechers will be chal. The last one's not chal. Why is it not chal? Because she sold more than she had a lean on. She only had a lean on a mana, and she sold a mana v'dinar. So the Gemara says, Ula achrin yafa mana v'dinar. If the last one, she sold a mana v'dinar, then mana shall achrin bottle. It's only the last mana that's bottle. The first three are good, because that was within her right to sell. The last one not, v'shol kulon, mechron kain. So the Gemara says that that Mishnah, that line in the Mishnah could be a riot to the Shiloh. How so? Haisak subasa mana, umachra, shava, mana b'mana, v'dinar b'mana, mechra bottle. My mistake. So the riot is actually not from the last case, but rather the raya was from a previous case. I complicated this for no reason. The Mishnah had a case with the outstanding, that's what we learned in the morning, the outstanding suba was a mana. And she went and she took a mana vediner's worth of soda and she sold it for the mana that was outstanding. So the Mishnah said, Michra bottle. The mecher is going to be bottle. And I feel he meres achsadina liyarshim. Even if she says, you're right, I sold more than really I was allowed to sell. But that extra little bit that I sold, I'm going to give it back to the yarshim. It doesn't matter. Still, the halacha is mechra bottle. Even then, the mechra is going to be bottle. So it says the Gemara again. Toshma Isaac subasa mana mechra shava mana vedina b'mana. And she sold the mana vedina is worth for the mana mechra bottle. The mechra's bottle. Says the Gemara. My lad, this zavin shava mana vedina b'mana vedina. It's presumable that what happened was she didn't get duped in this transaction, meaning she sold a mana v'dinar, it's worth of land, in exchange for a mana v'dinar. Umay b'mana, when the Mishnah says that she sold it for a mana, what does it mean? Not that she got a mana in return, but rather mana shalah. It means that she was only owed a mana, and still she sold a mana v'dinar. Umay afilu meres access the yarshim. What does the Mishnah mean when it says that even if she says, I'm willing to return the dinar to the yarshim, even then it doesn't work, it means b'mekarkai. Even if she tells the yarshim, I'll give you back your land, I'll take the extra dinar, I'll I'll buy the property back, I'll give it to you. Meaning, I'll make it 
all good. I'll make you whole. I'll end up with my mana. You'll end up with all the land that you were supposed to get. I'll undo whatever was wrong with what I did. Still, the Mishnah says, Viktani Mechrabatl. Why is it bottle? Must be because of this halacha. Because when the Almana sells the land, Shaloi Bebezdin, she's acting as a shlich. That's something that we spoke at earlier in the parak. She's acting as a shlich of the Yisoyimim. Really, the karka belongs to the Yisoyimim. She is a shlich of the Yisoyimim. And she is allowed to act as a shliach, although she was never appointed as a shliach in order for her to collect the money, that's odor. And still you see that because she sold more than she was allowed to sell, even the chilek that she was allowed to sell doesn't work. So that's a raya that when a shliach does what the mashalech asked him to do, and some, the and some messes up even what he was allowed to do. So that should be a raya. You have no raya from our Mishnah, but rather it could be the Mishnah is talking about Bidda Oizel, where she sold a mana vidina and didn't get a mana vidina back. All she got back was a mana. And it's for that reason that Mikra bottle, because she messed up. She actually caused the Yusoyimim to lose. But had the Yusoyimim not lost, and it was just that she sold what she was allowed to ansom, and she could undo the ansom, then it could be she wouldn't lose what it was she was allowed to. But the Gemara says, But there's a safe, and the safe is clearly talking, which would be a right that the Reish is not talking. What's the safe? That was the first thing that we spoke at. If the Ksuba was 400 and it was the fourth person that she sold a man of a Dinner to the mana shall achroi micha bottle. The last mana is bottle. The shall cool in the first three micha and kayan. Now, that case is clearly talking about where the last mana vedina was sold only for a mana, because that's what it says. And the Mishnah says, Mefurish, Mechra Batal. So why do I need a Reisha and a Sefer to both tell me the same halacha? Really, it's the same halacha. No, first case, the whole Ksuba, the Katkhila, was only a mana. She sold a mana Vedina for a mana. In the last case, the original Ksuba was 400 Zuz. She already got paid the first 300 by selling Shaloi Bebezdin. Now there's one mana left over. She sold a mana Vedina instead of the mana and got a mana back. It's not going to work. It's not mashman that I need two cases to tell me the same halacha. Elamai, it's Mogishmak. If in the Reisha, she sold a a mana vadinar for a mana vadinar, and she's even willing to take the extra dinar, buy back the land, give it back to you. Simon. Still, it doesn't work. Why not? Because she messed up. She did more than the shleach was allowed. She was allowed to do as a shleach, and therefore it doesn't work. And the safe, it's talking, talking bid Because if they're both bid they're both talking about where she didn't get back the full price. It was a mana vadinar for a mana, then it shouldn't work. The Gemara says loy reisha the safe of bid Really, both cases are talking about bid the Seifa, Hokamash, what then is the Chiddush of the Seifa? The Chiddush is that that the only reason it's not good is because she's causing who to lose? The Yisoyimim to lose. She's causing the Yisoyimim to lose an extra dinar that they shouldn't be losing because there's only 400 Zuz, that's Meshubat or and she sold 400 and a dinar. Abo Bidida, if she would be the one that would eat the loss, then Mechra Kayim, then already the Mecha would be Kayim. But the Gemara says, I'm in the Reisha, Shamila. Then I know from the Reisha, and you'll see what the Gemara meant. The first case of the Mishnah with the Ksuba was Masayim, and she sold a mana's worth of Ksuba for Masayim, or it was worth Masayim, and the mana she sold it only for a mana. That locha is She gets her Ksuba, meaning that if she sells it for more than it's really worth, it's too bad. She. Uh, 
or for less than it's really worth, she's the one that takes the loss. So you see that bididu, it's always going to be mechrakayim. It's only bididu that it's not mechrakayim. So I need the sefer to tell me the chiddush that bididu mechrakayim. I know that from the first case of the Mishnah, right? You have to help cup with all the cases in the Mishnah. But the Gemara says, no, there's a special chiddush in the sefer. Ma'u the I would have thought, Hasam who destalklami abeis the gamri. Over there, where there was only one transaction that happened, there maybe we'll say that if she's the one that's losing, let her take the loss. Avol hacha, but over here, Although it's true that the first mana that she may sell, in the case where there was 400 zoz originally, if she's going to sell the first one and she's going to be off with the numbers, you'll say, who cares? It's all Meshobotar anyways, let her take the loss. But there is a Svara, because maybe make a Gzera, Mona Rishon, Atu Mona Achren. And for the Mona Rishon, that's her Cheshman, maybe she can take the loss. But the Mona Achren is already the Yisayim's Cheshman. <laughs> then not Mechoyev to take the loss, Kamash Malan. So either way, the Gemara came up with Trichasas, had to explain this Pshatova, Mishnah, what the the Chiddush is of every line or every case of the Mishnah, but as it relates to the original Shiloh, the Gemara says, <laughs> we have no Raya to the original Shiloh. Says the Gemara, the Ika da Amri So we had a, a Yusaydistig Shiloh in every Shlichos. Thank you. Where a Mishaleach sends a Shliach to go buy something for him. He buys it and some. So the question is, do you say being at least what he was told to buy is considered that was done the shlichos of the meshaleach and it's chal, or being that he added that the what he added causes everything to be annulled because we say that he was maver alvarov and therefore the shlichos wasn't chal even for what he was sent to do. Says the gemara that was the ibaya in the first lishna of the gemara. There's some that say that the gemara never cleared that shaila. Meaning if the meshaleach told the shliach go buy a lishka of zavali kuri and he bought a kuri meaning he bought more. The vade he's vade considered that he's being moisef alvarov and if he's vade being moisef alvarov there's no question that the shlichos is going to be chal at least for the lesser. He told him to buy more. And he bought less. My, that was the shiloh. Why is this a different shiloh? Me, I mean, do you say that although I did less than you told me to do, but I really did you a favor? Because once you buy land, no backseats. At that point, you can't undo the transaction. So I say, you know what? You wanted to buy $1,000 worth of land. I bought $500. Let's think over the other five you lost me 100% sure. You sure this is something you want to do, sir? So let's just make sure before I go ahead and buy it. So the Shlich is arguing to the Mishaleag that I'm... Repubba, right. The Shlich is arguing to the Mishaleag that maybe I'm actually doing... Maybe I'm actually doing you a little type. Or perhaps, Amalei, you could tell him that, you know, thanks, but no thanks. And I appreciate the gesture, but, um, you know, you're doing my financial planning for me. But, the, but at the same time... It comes with an invoice, and the invoice is, is that I'm going to have two stars. Why? Because every time you do a mecher, you write a star. So I'm going to buy a little bit now, and then I'm going to buy a little bit again later. So it's a separate star. I don't want two stars outstanding. So that's the shadow of the words. Is he doing him a favor? Because he's giving him more time to, to reconsider, perhaps? Or maybe to the contrary. He's not doing him a favor because he's going to end up with an extra shadow. And that was the shadow. Meaning, if the shliach did more, there's no question it's good, at least for what he was told to do. The shadow is where he did less. Did 
there's a different shayla that says the Gemara, what's the halach? Amr Abchanina Mesura Toshma, a convoluted Toshma. Nasan lo dinar shel zav. If a meshaleach gave a shliach a dinar shel zav, v'amalei he told him halvi chaloik, go buy me a shirt. V'halach ve'heviloi b'shalosh chaloik. He bought a chaloik with three slum. There's six slum to the dinar. So he gave him a dinar. Gave him six slum. Go buy me a chaloik. So he goes and he buys him. What's wrong? The chaluk with three ubeshalish talis exactly, and he and he bought additionally. So he bought three a chaluk and three. He bought him a whole tuxedo with the, the whole thing and a talis. So the gemara says They were both mile. Why are they both mile? The meshaleach was mile, meaning, and we found that afterwards that the money that was used was hektish. So then, after all that, so the meshaleach was mile because he sent the shliach to go buy him the shirt, and the shliach was also mile. Why? Because he had it. What did he do? And he bought the talus when he was never really told to buy the talus. If he would only act the shlichos of the mechaleach, he wouldn't be a moil. They're not both moil. But he's moil for the chaluk, and he's moil for the talus. What happened? This was a case where the mechaleach sent the shliach to do something, and he did less than he was supposed to do. Why less? He was supposed to buy a chaluk for six slum, and he ended up buying a chaluk for, you're getting the hang of it, three slum. That's where the Balabais was more. There was a Shlichus that took place. But if you say that when a Shlich does less than what the Meshalech told him to do, he's considered a Maver Advarov and he's not acting Bishlichus of the Meshalech. Why is he considered a Mayo? And for the Gemara, we're not talking about the Bryce doesn't mean the way it reads simply. Simply, the way it reads is he gave him six Slum, he told him to buy a chaluk. He ended up buying only for three million. He bought him a cheaper shirt, but he also gave him a, a, a talus. That's not what happened. What happened was he ended up buying the same exact shirt that the Meshalech wanted. He found it on sale. So instead of it costing six, he ended up getting it for three. Oh, so now he had an extra three slums. He said, for an extra three slums, I might as well finish the outfit over here and I'm going to go and I'm going to buy him a talus. But the point is, is that the chaluk that the Shriach bought was, was the chaluk that the Meshalech told so he, so he did do what the Meshalech told him to do, so it's not a riot. The case, the Ibai of the Gemara would be where the Shliach didn't do what the Meshalech told him to do. But over here the Shliach did do what the Meshalech told him to do. He just was moisif, and it's for that reason that the Meshalech is moisif. So why is the Shliach Talis, he's moil for the talis. Look at the sefer. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues in this price, and Rabbi Yehuda says, "Af bezeh balabayis leimal." Even in this case, the balabayis is not considered a moil. You know why? No, you didn't bring me the chaluk that I wanted. What do you mean? I thought he said he did bring him what he wanted. He just paid less money for it. Mar says, "My meaning he says, "I didn't want it cheap. I wanted it full price." So the amale, because he told now, but you have to explain. You not that he wants to pay full price. What he meant to say was, I had, was willing to spend six slayim on a chaluk. I was willing to spend, if you don't give it to him, then it's zikr, a good deal. I was willing to spend six slayim on a chaluk. So if you're telling me that the chaluks were on sale, so you can get a six for three, then buy me a twelve for six. I'm going to get myself a much better deal. Then I would have gotten even a better deal. So the fact, Rabbi Yudah argues, 
is not a raya that we're talking about where he didn't do what the Mishlech did. He did do what the Mishlech did. And still, Rabbi Yehuda's tiny Debalabayis is not moyo because the Shlech didn't do a Shlichos. The Shlichos was pay six, get me the best chal here, you have a six law. Not what usually would be retail six law. The best you could get for six slum. Well, the mice, you didn't get him. The best you can get him for six slum. Says the Gemara, Dekonami, a raya that the second shot in the Bryce is right. That it's talking about where the Shliach actually bought what usually would cost six slum, as opposed to that he didn't buy what usually cost six slum, but he bought something that usually cost three slum. Dekonami, you can't even Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, although he argues and he says that the Balabayas is not moyal in this case, however, he's made the bekitness in the case where he didn't send. The shliach to go buy slum, but rather he told him to buy kitness or a less glamorous case. malu. There that loch is that if he told him buy six slums worth of kitness and he came back with three, so there that loch is that the baal bias is one. You the only argues regarding the chaluk. He doesn't argue regarding the kitness, and the reason is sha kitness besela the kitness bepruta because kitness doesn't go up or down based on how much kitness you buy. Meaning, uh suit there is an exponential increase in value that you're getting based on the sale. Meaning, if you can get a six slot in for three slotin, then you can get a 12 slotin for six slum. So exponentially, you did better on your transaction. That's the way we would view it. However, when it comes to kitness, even there's, you're not going to get a better deal from the fact that you bought more, the more volume of kitness that you buy, you're not going to get a better deal. And it's for that reason, the little bit that the shliach did do, at least we say he did b'shlichos t'balabais. Meaning, if you bought the cheaper suit versus the more expensive suit, you missed the boat. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. But if you bought less kitness versus more, then you didn't miss the boat because, in theory, you could always go back and take the extra three slum and buy more kitness and be mashlim. What it was, you miss up two cheap suits. Doesn't make an expensive suit. Let's put it that way. Right. As opposed to, (laughs) as opposed to if you buy a little cheap kitness and then a little bit, at the end of the day, you're going to have the same amount of kitness. A bishloima, if shot in Rabbi Yehuda is, is that really you did get the... Thing that the person told you to get, you, the shliach did buy what the shliach told him to. He just bought it on sale. So I understand the chiluk between the suit and the kitness. But if the word is you didn't do what you were supposed to do, then in both cases, Rabbi Yehuda should argue. So no, that's a raya. So the Gemara says, Hey Chidami, what's the case with the kitness exactly? about the case where they would sell kitness based on a, like an estimate. No, then it's not true. The svar, the, the Gemara, because the more kitness you buy, the better deal you are going to get. So Rabbi Papa, Papa said, the kaili so going to a place where they sold it in fixed amounts, they used some sort of measurement, double kind of kind of a fruit, three plus three does equal six. Again, a cheap suit and a cheap suit doesn't equal an expensive suit. But three slums worth of kitness and three slums worth of kitness does equal a pruta. Therefore, when you buy the three slum of kitness, you are considered to be acting mishlichos of the balabais, because the mice, you did get what the balabais asked you to do. You didn't get as much as he wanted you to get, but you did the thing that you did do was Bishlichas. When the Baal wanted you to get the more expensive suit and you bought the cheaper suit, you can't say, I'll buy another cheaper suit and together I will have been the kind of Bishlichas of because the three plus three is not going to equal six. Again, a little bit of a technical Gemara. This is more of a Gemara for Yeshiva, maybe. Not so much for Dafyaymi, but um, for the morning. <laughs> but um, like I said, we do what we do. I think we'll take just an, an exhale for one moment. I was going to start with this, but I figured let's learn the first Ahmed first and then we'll take a deep breath. And that is this morning we spoke out the Orch HaShulchan. So Teisvis, the bottom Teisvis on the Avtzadik Chesam at Beis brings, quotes 
one of the Bali Toysvis, Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael. Shol Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael. Two names. Shol Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael as Rabbeinu Tam. And we spoke out the aura of the Aruch HaShulchan, where the Aruch HaShulchan says that this is the only one of the Rishonim, if you go back to Tanakh and in the Tanoim and Amiram and the Midrashim and the Rishonim, the only one of the Rishonim that you ever find who had two names was this one of the Bali Toysvis right here, Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael. Incidentally, this Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael is quoted also in Toysvis Chul and Kufi Beis Amanas. He's quoted twice in Shas. You have him in Ksubis Sadiches Amad Beis, Ksubis Kuf Yud Beis Amad Aleph, where Toysvis quotes Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael, who in our Toysvis had an exchange with Rabbi Nutan with regard to a complex issue, but we discussed the less complex part of Toysvis, which is the fact that he had two names, which is a Dabar Shaloy Matzino. about doing what you know. Which is a Dabar Shaloy Matzino. So just on the topic of two names, again, I'm trying to lighten this up as best as I possibly can. Just <laughs> what are and that is there's a chuva from the Chsam Soifer and there's a chuva from the Noida Behuda, both very interesting chuvas on the topic of two names. I'll read to you the Chsam Soifer. It's an Evan Ezra Chalik base, Simon Yudches. So in the middle of the chuva says the Chsam Soifer. That once upon a time it was very Uncommon for somebody to have two names. This is like a new meaning. Usually, used to be used like in a derogatory way. This is like a Dabar Chadash that all of a sudden, I'm not saying that he means in a derogatory way, but sometimes it is used in a derogatory way. That, a, a Dabar Chadash, a meaning that, that's something that we don't have a Messiah for. That's something that we don't have Zulas Abishol, and he says Abishol, Abu was probably Milosh Hashivas. We had Imo. Remember Imo Miriam we had not so long ago. Mikomakoi, Nirali. So he says that Lamaisa, it's a Chadashim, you don't find it anywhere. Then he says like this Mashma Yamshal Shloyman. Two ways off is what we spoke about this morning. Number one, he quotes the Yamshal Shloyman, it's a Mesechtis Gitin, Perik Dalit Simin Chava, Shakasaf. Listen to this. Maisa, there was a story, Shalav, Rates of Likras event. There was a story where a couple had a child. The father wanted to name the child after his own father, Mayor. The Ho'em, the mother, Ratzstolikroisa, Bishem Aviha, her father, Yoir. And says the Yamshel Shloimo, they didn't know what Same to do. Name. They went to a Rav, should we name it Meir, or should we name it Yair? You know what the Rav said? Name it Schneer. And, <laughs> <laughs> and says the Yamshel Shloimo, Schneer. I don't understand. How you like the Christ and Maya you wear? That's me. This is easy. You should have called the Maya you are the you and Maya. Now no one's going to The meaning wasn't to do that. One or another or of a chain be safe and nachla shiva. And this was the minute. The chain be the Yamshul Shloyman. The chain be safe and nachla shiva. Hey, now you know the rest of the story. Hey, did you just say that? Hey, al derech hapela. The nachla shiva. He quotes from the safe and nachla shiva. He brings al derech hapela. Shuro anoshim shayin akram be beis shemes yachad. He says it was a pella. He was at a bris and he said the yikarish might be Israel. He said two names. Really, he was taken aback. And he says it was mamish hapela by him. Two names. Where do you find two names? Shmaminod the lefonim lehav shchichi. See, see, he says from. That it's something that wasn't Shriach at the time. That's the Chuvas Chasam Soifer, Evan Ezra Chelik Beis, Simin Yudches, the Noida Yehuda, 
in a tshuva, and this is in Erechayim Madurat Inyana Simen Kuf Yud Gimel. He's discussing over there that you find there were certain Tanon in Shas that were called Berebi, Rab Oishia Berebi. And he brings that the Shoyal asked in Eidah Behuda Stira, that in some places Rashi says Berebi means the Godel Adar. The Godel Adar was called the Berebi or the Berebi. There are other places where Rashi says Berebi was a name. It was a name. So which one was it? Was it a name or was it the Godel Hadar? So the the Night of Yehuda has a whole arichas of yes, a discussion what which one it is, and then he says as follows. He says, Vihiksha, the, the shoyal ass that we find that Rabbalaza Hakalir, Rabbalaza Hakalir oh, used to uh, sign his uh, name Dibnezer, Dibnezer. at the end of his piyutin, Elazar Beribi Kalir. So he said, Vim Kalir, Rabbalaza Atzmaikai, if Berebi over here means Godel Hadar. So he says, Rabbi was writing on himself, me, Rabbi Loza Kalir, the Godel Hadar. How's it possible that that's something that he would do? It's not possible that that's something that he would do. So he said that maybe this is a raya to Rashi that sometimes says that Berebi was a name and Rabbi Lozar had a second name. His second name was Berebi. So Rabbi Loza, Berebi, HaKalir. Meaning, he's discussing over here this idea. Berebi, is it a ne- Shem Be'etzem? Ruven, Shem, and Levi, Berebi? Or Berebi is like a title. It's the God Ladar. Rav, Chacham, Rebbe, Admar. It's Berebi. It's a shame of God Ladar. So he says, I've arrived Rabbi Loza, HaKalir. Because Rabbi Loza, HaKalir wrote Rabbi Loza, Berebi, HaKalir. Now, if it means God Ladar, he went to school himself God Ladar. It must be Berebi was his name. But Zoktin, Rebbe, Yudah, Va'ani... He says, I'm not happy with your pshat. So you tell me, it doesn't mean God Ladar, it means that was his name. But says, I don't, you don't find anywhere that there was a Tana or a Moira that had two names. It's not something that you find. And it's for that reason, he says he's not happy with that either. Either way, you go with Beribi, you have a problem. Beribi means God Ladar. It's not a stabby. He would call himself the God Ladar. And if Beribi is a name, that means he had two names. Rabbalaza, Beribi, Akalir. That's not something that's Mustab either. Now, incidentally, who was Rabbalaza Akalir? Who was Rabbalaza Akalir? So if you remember, we were sitting in this room when we learned it. It was Slichos Night, where we learned it's Toysvis in Chagigah that you give him a for Toysvis says Rabbalaza Akalir was one of the Tanon. Toysvis, I believe, says that he was none other than Rabbalaza Bereb Shimon. The Heligat Tanrolaza Bereb Shimon of Lag Ba'imra fame, that's who Rabbalazar HaKalir was. Some say that it was Rabbalazar Menarach. You mentioned the Eben Ezra. So I brought the, the Slichas with me that the Eben Ezra in Kehelas, he says, Dvarim Neflam, with regards to Rabbalazar HaKalir, a lot of many of the Piyutim, most of the Piyutim that we say, are Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, come from Rabbalazar HaKalir. And the Eben Ezra had a big issue with it, and he said that you shouldn't recite those Piyutim because there were mistakes in it. There were a lot of issues that Rabbalazar HaKalir that the Eben Ezra had on Rabbi Loza HaKalir's piyutim. And if you look, there's a tshuva for Rabbi Kiva Eger, where Rabbi Kiva Eger writes, he quotes, he's talking about piyutim in general. Slichas, yaitzus, yaitzus, nishayitzus. So he writes as follows, V'chem b'piyutim, e'en l'shanois hanusach shenoistu mikdoshe yalyoin. He spoke very sharply on the Kalir. 
what he said was wrong. He's none other than Either way, so who is Rabbi Lozab and Arach? Was he a, a Tana? Was he a Rishon? So the Balitosphis and the Rosh and many Rishonim, the Rajvin, the Chuba, they say he was from the Tana. So you would have already a Tana. We have an Artosphis, one of the Balitosphis, one of the Rishonim, Rabbi Yisrael Yankiv or Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael. Here already you would have perhaps one of the Tana, Rabbi Lozab and Arach, but either way, just some interesting anecdotes with regards to this idea of so the two names. that they weren't called by two names. No, they keep saying Shalom Nizkar Rishonim. It's like, is it a thing that they weren't given two names, or it's Yaakov Yisrael? Right. What about Yisrael? Yisrael had seven names, or Moshe had ten names, right? Avigdor. You have all these other names that he had. So I'm not sure what that means. Sok to Gemara. You have to know. Oh, that one name from all seven Yisrael. That's Shnei, right? Shnei is a beaut, no? Shnei R. That's unbelievable. Alright, so the Gemara Shiloh was where somebody sends a shliach to buy something and he buys less than the Mishaleach, he buys less than the Mishaleach told him to buy. So the question is, do we say that he acted as a shliach or do we say that no, he didn't act as a shliach? Says the Gemara Tashma, we could bring a right from our Mishnah, the last case in our Mishnah, the outstanding suba was 400 zoos, the last one, the last one is bottle. Vishal Kulon, Mikran Kayim, what's the Gemara's Kasha? The Almana act as a Shlech of Yusayim. The Shlechus was sell property so that you can collect your Ksuba. Now, did she sell all the property at once? No. And what do you see? As long as she sells within the confines of what she has a lien on, she's fine. She's allowed to sell that. I, why don't you say that every time she sells less than the Arba Meizuz, she's selling less than her Shlichos. The Shlichos is sell what's Meshubah to you. If I sell less than what's Meshubah to me, then maybe I'm selling less than what my Shlichos is. And from the fact that you see it works, maybe that should be a Raya that if you do less, it's Mechran Kayim, says the Gemara, she said regarding something else. He said Biktini. What does Ktini mean? Rashi says, these fields weren't adjacent to each other. They in They weren't Roy for one person. Meaning the fields being that they weren't adjacent, it was understood that the original shlichus was not to sell all four at one time because there was no buyer that was going to buy all four at one time if they're adjacent properties yeah then the shlichus probably sell them all at once if you sell less than all of them at once then maybe you didn't do your shlichus but if they're sporadic properties here, there, one person can't manage all of them, it was understood then that you were going to sell them to four different people, so you're not violating your shlichos, so there's nothing to do with air shayla. Let's say Ruvain tells the shliach I want you to sell my property to one person. The light, not to two people. And he goes and sells it to two people. So that's easy. That's pshita. He said one. 
Let's say sell sells to one person. He says sell to one person. He didn't say the loyal shnai. Now what's the halacha? Ravuna Ravuna says a loyal shnai. He said one. One means not two. Rav Chizda v'Rav Ravuna da'ami travayu ve'echad va'afilu l'shnai. Ve'echad va'afilu l'me. You can even sell to a hundred people. Like Rav Nachman l'sura. Rav Nachman wants to sura. The Rabbi Rav Chizda v'Rav Ravuna. Amar they told him ki I gabnu. I asked him the shaila. Amar lula echad va'afilu l'shnaiim. Le'echad va'afilu l'me. Amar lula then they asked him another shaila. I forgot to touch liach. What if? Somebody sends a shliach to sell a piece of property, and the shliach was given instructions to negotiate the deal, and he goes and he botched up. He came back and he sold it for a lot less than what it was really worth. Amalei um, told him, That's nothing to do with the original shiloh. The original shiloh was where he came back and he sold what he was supposed to sell. He got the fear market value for it. Instead of selling it to one person, he sold it to seven people. Okay, so more stories maybe. There's some more paperwork, but... At the end of the day, the Mishalech got what he was supposed to get. In this case, he got less money than he was supposed to get. Avada the Shlichos is not going to be good. Amalei, so he told him, V'omar mar, isn't that locha eno eno lekarkois? So being that eno eno lekarkois, so if I sell something for less than its value, if it's karka, then you don't have all the halachas of eno. So why should the Shliach now be deemed that he didn't do his Shlichos because he sold it for less money? Less money, or you know, it's not a factor when it comes to karka. Uh-huh. So he told him back, what, what kind of cash is that? I the That's the balbais. That's the The shliach is only acting as a shlichos of the meshalech. I made you a shliach to benefit me, not to mess with, to make it easier for me, so that you should go for me. I shouldn't have to do it myself. But to the extent that you're messing me up, there was a chasor in the ikur shlichos. If, the is, if, I have author, if I'm authorized to engage in this transaction and I do it in a way with this, I know, then there's a lot of other karkos. But the shliach's whole koyach to sell this piece of property is because of the chidush of shlichos. The shlichos was only said letchuni, it wasn't said levusi. This is a big vart that has implications and other sugi ashas, and therefore the shlichos is not shlichos. Oh, shlichos not a shlichos. And so for that reason, in another kakois is not a tzush. Says we're not tamer. The shanim How do you know such a svara? That if the balabayis would do it, it's fine. But if the shliach does it, let kunil shidatich v'le lavusi. Mar says the tanan. I know it from a mishnah. The loch is that a person has to give truma from his field. How much truma do you have to give? So meiser we know meiser is a tenth. How much truma, however, do you have to give? So the truth is, the Allah is, Bidiyevet, Chita Achas, Poitaisa Sakri, that if you take one Chita out of a whole Kri, it's going to be fine. However, the Chachamim did give us a share. The Chachamim said you should give either one fortieth, one fiftieth, or one sixtieth. If you're someone that has an iron Yafa, a fortieth. If you're someone that has an iron Ra, one sixtieth. A Beninisk is one fifty. question is, somebody told the Shliach, Tseve Troim, go be Torim. So, but he didn't tell him how much. So, based on the rabbinic Halachas, so he knows that it's going to be either a 40th, a 50th, or a 60th. So, what's the halach? If the shliach knows the mishaleach, if the shliach knows the mishaleach, then he should do what the mishaleach would ordinarily have done by himself. But in the event that the shliach doesn't really know what the mishaleach would have wanted to do, so then the halach is, so again, he tries to figure out the das balabayas, and that's what he does. In many a day, he doesn't know the das balabayas, then he should do a bainanis, which is, what if it was piches asara, or hisif asara, let's say they don't want a little less, truma say truma, meaning only if he was piches asara, or, sorry, they won 41 sixes because the Yevet those are 
But let's say he would do one thirtieth, or he would do one seventieth, then it wouldn't be fine. So Likatchila, do what the Balabayas would have done. If you don't know what the Balabayas would have done, do a fiftieth. You always go with the Derek Hamamutza, go with the Derek Beninis. If you botched up by a tenth, one way or the other, you did a fortieth or a sixtieth. Then, but the evidence is fine. Again, but if you would batch it by more than that, it wouldn't be fine. What about the Balabayas himself? He could even give 120th. What's the difference? Why could the Balabayas himself do 120th? But if I tell a Shliach, go give Chuma, and he ends up doing 120th, why is it a problem? The Terrace says, Ich bin Balabas. I could do whatever I want. But if I make you into a Shliach, now already your whole Koyach is by making it better for me. If you're going to go give 120th, you're going to come with all these Chumras and your Hafrashah Shuma, maybe that's not what I wanted. And therefore, there's a Sephara. Says the Gemara, Toshma. I perhaps have another right. Again, what's the Shiloh? Going back to the previous Shiloh, the Sugi is a little confusing, where somebody told the Shliach, sell it to one person, and he didn't say, don't sell it to two people. He just said, sell it to one person. He said, sell it to one and not to two. That's easy. He said, sell it to one, and he didn't say, don't sell it to two, and he sold it to two. What's the halacha? Toshma, maybe a right from our Mishnah. Again, the last case with the outside, it was 100 souls, and she went and sold it to four people. Why is it Kayim? She was a Shliach to sell it presumably to one person who gave a right to sell it to four people. Again, we're talking about where there were four disparate pieces of land. Being that there were four disparate pieces of land, so therefore it'd be difficult to sell it to one person. It's implied as if the Shlichus was sold to four people. But if you could have sold it to one person and the a implication would be that the shlichus probably was sell it to one, and you went ahead and sold it before. Could be in that case, it in fact wouldn't work. So just before we finish, so we mentioned over here This morning we mentioned and we got into the discussion derech agav based on the sma, the geshmak sma in Reish Chav Zayin. We got into a conversation about Oynaz Dvarim, which is also this week's parsha. So just two Ha'aras. Number one, so the parsha of Oynaz is mentioned in Parshas Bahar twice. There's two Psukim that seem to be saying the same thing. Perek Chafei Pasuk Yedal. V'chisim keru mimkar lamisecho, oikonu miyad lamisecho, altoinu ish hazachev. So the Torah says, altoinu ish hazachev, there's an Isra Oynaz. Pasuk Yedal, three Psukim later. V'loisoinu ish hazamisoy, v'yoreis ha'melekecho, and the question is, why does the Torah have to tell me the same thing twice? And then later, one Pasuk is talking about Inaz Mamin, the other Pasuk is talking about Inaz Dvarib. So, Yaakov showed me this morning in the Sefer of Mishcha Shemen, that's from Rabbi Chaim Koifman Zatzal. So he brings just two nice auras. Number one, he brings from the Sefer Agra de Kala. That in the Sefer Agra de Kala, he made a nice deal. Why is it that by Nas moment it says, Altoinu Ishes Achiv? And by Nas Dvarim it says, Veloisoinu Ishes Amisai. Why here Achiv? And there are Misoi. So the Sefer Agri the Kala says as follows It's more common that somebody is going to get into a financial dispute with family. What's the reason? Because family, you have issues. People think that it's my money, it's your money. Very often it's Yerusha related. Even the Torah had to warn you specially when it comes to your brother. 
Usually people don't embarrass. Monetary disputes are common amongst family members. But in us, Dvarim, not so much. So for in us, Dvarim, there it's more Shkiach, where it's someone that's not your family member, and that's why the Torah says, Veloisoinu ish es amisoi. So when it comes to in us, Momen, it's more Shkiach family, Altoinu ish es achiv. When it comes to in us, Momen, it's more Shkiach not family, and therefore the Torah says, Veloisoinu ish es amisoi. Just one other order I spoke out this morning, a horror that Rashi says on Enos Dvarim. Rashi gives examples of Enos Dvarim. But one of the examples that Rashi gives is We asked this morning that Lachura, that's the way Rashi explains the says Rashi, I mean, don't give somebody So why do I need two psukim for Miso is Eitz Hashem Eganis, and now you have Lufna Ivelis Eitz Hashem That's Eitz Hashem Eganis, and that's the piece in the Mishcha Shema that Yaakov showed me this morning. He asks the Kasha, and he says, "V'chashavti she'efshel letaretz al pi." He brings a chakira from the Malachi and the Ramshik, and he brings that the Chazanish had a whole arichas in it, and that is, we know there's another halacha that's learned out from Lifnei Iver loisite mechshol, and what's this other halacha that's learned out from Lifnei Iver loisite mechshol? You're not allowed to cause somebody to do an avera. So, for example, you're not allowed to give another a glass of wine. Why don't you have this glass of wine? That's not something that you're allowed to do. That's a classic. What would be if somebody gives a nozer a glass of wine and the nozer doesn't drink the glass of wine? Is he over lifting evil mechshol or is he not over lifting evil mechshol? Some some bring a raya, some bring a raya for the fact that we show him have a discussion whether or not there's malchus on lifting evil mechshol. Some say that if you're going to tell me that the only way you're over lifting evil mechshol is the person actually does that later, then very good. The nozer actually drinks the wine, meaning me myself. The fact that I gave you the glass of wine doesn't mean anything. You have to drink in order for me to be over. That means when I gave it to you, we don't know if you're going to be over this or not. So it's asra. The Edom can't give a vaday hasra. Hasra sofik loishmei hasra. So from the fact that there's a nidr in the rishonim, whether or not there's malchus for lifting either, that's a right that it's not hasra sofik. As soon as I give the nazar the koyish yayin, I'm done. That there is automatically done. But either way, that's something that the achroinim discuss. So says Reb Chaim Koifman, v'mkein yesh loimar. It could be according to the tzad that the only time you're ever going to be over lifnei iver loisite michshol is if the person actually does it, the nazar actually drinks the glass of wine, then it could be with regards to the other halacha that's learned out from lifnei iver loisite michshol. And that is eitzah she'ena yegenes. It could be that the only time you're over lifnei iver loisite michshol is if you give the eitzah she'ena yegenes and it actually does something about it. Because at the end of the day, they're both Sif kotons of the same halacha of lifnei evil isitne michshol. So it's only if he actually stumbled. If he didn't stumble, there's no problem. So whether the stumbling was he was another that drank wine, or there's a stumbling was that you ended up doing something foolish because of the eitzah shenegenes. There's a halacha lifnei evil isitne michshol that you're only over if the person actually does it. For that you have to tell me that that you gave the Eitzah Genes, you tried fooling him even if it didn't lead lead a Michshol that in itself would be enough in order for you to be Oh, what about the blind person slipping on the banana peels? It's interesting. We so once spoke the, about this. Very good. Very good. This is this is this is the kliyok. We once spoke. We once spoke at the kliyoker. If you look at Rashi, if you look in Rashi, Parshas Kedoshim on the pasuk Lifnei Ivel Eisita Michshol. So Rashi says, "What's Lifnei Ivel Eisita Michshol? What does it mean that you shouldn't give a person an Eitzah 
Not literally, don't put a banana peel in front of a blind man. But rather, you're blind with regards to a certain thing. For example, you shouldn't go ahead and give him an Eitzah again. So, remember, we spoke at the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar asked, why wasn't Rashi Mepharish the Pasek Kipshutai? Rashi is usually Mepharish the Pasek Kipshutai. What's the Pasek Shana in the Pasek? Right, not Lefnei Suma Bedover, literally. Suma. So how come over here Rashi wasn't a farish the Pasuk of Pshutis and Kliyakar says a Dover Nifla? He says, because what does the Pasuk conclude? What is Vyarese Malakecha? He says Rashi. Wherever it says Vyarese Malakecha, it's something where it's not clear that you're doing an Avera. But Hashem says, I know Vyarese Malakecha, be afraid of Hashem. I mean, even though you don't have to be afraid of people, because they don't realize that what you're doing is wrong. But Malakecha, make sure you fear Hashem, because I know what was Tutsuk in thine hearts, and I know whether your Kavana was to do an Avera or your Kavana wasn't. So it says the Kliyok, if Poshib Shad in the Pasuk, don't put a banana peel in front of a Suma. That's not Vyarese Malakecha. Everybody sees it. That's the Teretz is, that's how Rashi knew that the Pashib shot in the Pusik must not be. Literally, don't put the banana peel there. Rather, it means if they assume a dover, you're giving an Eitzah Shana again. So people, they don't know if it's Eitzah again. And I had the Bible is going to know. That's why the Torah had to say, but from the fact that the Torah said, that's a raya, that the Pashib shot in the Pusik is something that only Hashem knows. If it's something that only Hashem knows, it must be a dover believe, it must be an Eitzah Shana again. The fact that Mechaz goes so far as to say that if somebody would put a literal, you would put the proverbial banana peel in front of the summa, you won't be over He has a different makar, a different pasik, where uttered by one of the others in Parish Israel, not what the Avera might be, but either way, this is not the Avera, this is Daika, not the classic, rather it's talking about the summa, the Davar.